lunch pad log. We've become trapped in the past, the year 1999. We attempted to use our ship's quantum drive and caused a catastrophic accident. Oh my god, there's so much blood! I'm afraid we may have irreparably damaged the time-space continuum. Oh my god, look, look at this guy's brains! Okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to scoop him back in. Oh, oh, oh god, oh god! We appear to have materialized in the middle of what seems to have been a writer's room for a movie. Our craft was much too large for the room, and it seems we've crushed several people. I mean, we've we killed like seven people, man! Why were we attempting to use the quantum drive? I can't remember, Rumi. My, my mind, it's, it's like all fucked up from the jump. I can't remember shit. Our short-term memory must have been affected by the jump. Rumi is in hysterics. These dudes were writing a script. Well, let me see here. Leprechaun 5? Why, why would we come back here? The audio logs. We must have recorded something. Let's check the audio logs. Yeah, let's check the audio logs. Hold on, I got it. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three. No, no, skip, skip this part. No, skip this part. Okay, okay. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Pod. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And Matt, what are we talking about today? Ah, one of the greatest movies we've ever seen. One of the... <laughs> Shittiest franchises that only gets better as we go. <laughs> I do a better Leprechaun voice than I realize. That's pretty I mean, good. I don't think I deserve any awards, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm no wicked D. Warwick. Oh, my God. That's right. We're talking the Leprechaun franchise. These five films. Oh, my God. They're, they're pretty crazy, dude. They are. For any first-time listeners who are not familiar, I love shitty movies, and I have a bunch, and I consider yeah. myself a connoisseur. You own all of these. Well, that's the thing. And I, in my mind, when you and I were like, hey, let's let's do this for St. Patrick's Day episode, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, cool, I have them all. And you were like, oh, I haven't seen a couple, and I haven't seen some of them in a while. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're great. I'll give you the box set. He finished it, and I was like, oh, you know what? I should probably go back and rewatch some, because some of them, it's been a while since I've watched it was a long week. <laughs> they, not, they don't hold up as much as they did when I was in like middle school. Oh my gosh! And dude, it has been—it's been a while since I felt like watching a movie was homework. And these were rough. I agree. I watched for this for this episode. I've seen them all before. Um, I didn't watch one. I didn't watch the original. I feel like I know that one enough. But I watched the other ones because the other ones definitely get most of them get a little stupider as you go. Of course. There's one really good one. I don't oh. know if you guys have seen Leprechaun Five. Five, five is, is Leprechaun in, in the hood. In the hood. It's really it's <sighs> a highlight and it is a jewel, but in a in a series that's got a silly concept that, you know, is fun and not really take itself seriously, five really kicks it up a notch. A big notch. A big notch. I mean it really changed the game and the way we look at horror cinema. But we'll we'll get to that one. If we go back to the you know, the original ones. They're fun, but yeah, yeah it was uh there was a couple of them where I was like, ugh, even I'm getting bored. Like, how <laughs> shitty you have to be to make me bored watching a leprechaun kill people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So let's start at number one, man. Leprechaun. So these movies, they have very memorable posters, at least to me. The first one's got a picture of the leprechaun on it, and it has the, the, the pretty good tagline of, your luck just ran out. Yeah. So this movie came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little, I have a little limerick for it. <laughs> okay, you want to hear my limerick for me? <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, let me see if I, let me see if I can pull this off. There once was a movie called Leprechaun that almost ruined an actress named Aniston. Try as it might, this movie did bite. I can't believe they made a second one. <laughs> 
if you if you don't know how we do the podcast, essentially, like we really don't talk a lot about the topic beforehand. We have bits and stuff that we'll write together, or like Aaron will say, "Hey, I want to do this," or I'll say, "Hey, I want to do this," and we know we're going to do it, but we don't know what it is. I had this idea earlier in the week that we should write limericks for each each movie, but we we split them, and I yeah. don't know what his limericks are, and vice versa, and so we read them. <laughs> it's one of my favorite goddamn things about this podcast, dude. That cracked me up. That was good. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is in this movie. Oh, um, she plays a mean bitch. Yeah, she's just a bitch, like a yeah. bitch for no reason, no and reason. that's something we're gonna see in this whole franchise: is characters who are just shoehorned as a trope. For no real reason, yeah. and like beating you over the head with it. She shows up at this filthy house in this mountain town with her dad, and her dad's like, "I'm fixing it up. It's gonna be really nice." And she's like, "Oh my god, is, is there a hotel I can go 90s to?" 90s as fuck. Yeah. They were like, "You're just gonna play 1993." And yeah. she was like, "Got it, got it." Yeah. <laughs> Wardrobe person was also got that same memo, and she's like fucking shitting on her dad's house <laughs> until she sees a hot boy and is like, oh, sploosh, I'm into this. And he's like a handyman, right? Yeah, he's like painting, the, he's like a low-rent Kevin Bacon. And he has what most handymans have is like an assistant, right? And it's like a normal assistant who's probably gilded and bonded and stuff. Well, you would think that, but it's his like younger brother who's like, how old do you think this kid is? 12, 13, 14? Young kid. Too young to be legally working on houses. Yes. <laughs> and the kid is hanging out with on like a low rent sling blade, a low rent heavyweight sling blade played yeah. by the guy who played Francis in the Pee Wee Herman <laughs> Great Adventure, and we'll get into that in a second. The kid is hanging out with a mentally challenged man in a in a in a friendship that like is a little weird. Mm-hmm. They, they hang out alone a little too much. Like I don't sure. think I I'd, I'd be like, hey, it's cool that you're nice to this guy and we're helping him get a job and get, but but like don't be alone with him too right. much. Right? Don't go in the basement when I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do, don't run off into the woods to look for rainbows with this right. guy. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, imagine imagine now that you're this kid. Yeah. And on one hand, you have creepy Francis slow man. Yeah. Who you're like shouldn't be hanging out with, and also you're stuck between him and a killer leprechaun. Like, which way do you go? <laughs> The movie starts crazy. The movie starts where like this Irish guy and his wife, he's like, I got this gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the leprechaun shows up and starts killing people in the house, ha- kills the woman in the house, and then the guy catches the leprechaun. And right off the bat, I know this. I don't know how they didn't know this. If you catch a leprechaun, you get a wish. This whole franchise forgets how this rule works. The whole franchise forgets its own rules because between one movie and the next, yeah, completely they forget things, different weaknesses, different strengths, different powers. So the guy catches a leprechaun and locks him in a crate and like apparently doesn't know that you get a wish. Okay, fine. Even though that's like <laughs> one of the only things I know about leprechauns <laughs> is that they like gold and if you catch one, you get a wish. Mm-hmm. They forget that shit. And they put a four-leaf clover on the top because apparently that's their, like, silver bullet. Depending on the movie you're watching. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the movie starts with the leprechaun rotting away in a crate and Jennifer Aniston and the handyman crew showing up to paint her dad's shitty house. Do we find out what happened to the old man? They Like, he went crazy. He's just not there anymore. But, like, left the house and left the crate with the murderous leprechaun that he knows murders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if he had just known that he could make a wish, he'd be like, bring my wife back and you stay in the crate. He would have been fine. He would have had the gold and his wife. So you're thinking he should have gotten a wish. I'm thinking you should have at least put like a don't open dead inside note on that. Like, you know what I mean? At least help the next idiot out. <laughs> well, because the next idiot who shows up is low rent sling blade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm just like, 
I don't want to compare my wife to a low rent sling blade, but like I leave her numerous notes about shit around the house that yeah. I think she's gonna bungle. Like you know, open this first, but don't touch this. Then touch that. Because otherwise, I'm going to come home and be broken fucking plates all over the floor. I can only imagine if I had an evil, magical leprechaun trapped somewhere in this house, I would at least put a fucking post-it. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong okay. there. So he gets out because they're morons, and, and he starts, like, fucking them up. Pretty cool. It's actually it's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. What, they're trapped in the house, and the leprechaun's like chasing them and assaulting them, and it's it's not bad. It, ha- it has its good horror moments mm. until they find out that like he can be distracted by shoes that need shining. Sure, yeah. And I'm like, is that a leprechaun thing? In the first movie, yes. <laughs> Never will come up again. He actually, there's a wild line in it. I th- in two or three, I think uh, the second or the second, the first or the second sequel, where he says something about dirty shoes, but not enough to distract him. He continues on whatever he's doing in that scene. There's the moment where the kid and and his and Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure go into the woods. They find the gold. Why do they go into the woods? What brings them into the woods? <laughs> they see a rainbow Duh. go into the woods and Low Rent Swing Sling Blade. What's his name? Ozzy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah his name's Ozzy. And, and Ozzy's like, name. "Oh, we gotta find the end of the rainbow." And they're like, "You moron!" And then the like the older brother's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Kid, kid, and you go, go and go find it. I'm gonna hang out with Jennifer Aniston. I was gonna say, is he <laughs> like, is he worried about painting the the shutters, or is he gonna like bang Jennifer Aniston? That's his mission. That's his mission is right, to hang out. It. Yeah, yeah. I would sacrifice my brother to a giant slow pedo so I could hang <laughs> out with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> well, they find the gold and. Ozzy accidentally swallows a coin because, you know, he's a moron. Just everyone think <laughs> about that for a second. Let's just say it was a dime. It, it was bigger than a dime in the movie, but let's just say it's dime size. A grown man got into a situation in which he swallowed a coin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> carry on. Next. I mean, he is Inspector Gadget level incompetent. <laughs> I'm imagining the things that would come out of his head. So then the leprechaun starts attacking them and like shit starts to get real. And the movie holds its own for a minute. You know, one of my favorite moments is like the leprechaun's attacking him and they're like, Ozzy, call 911. He calls 911 and says, there's a leprechaun attacking us. And like, oh, this guy again, he calls us like three times a week. And then Jennifer Anderson says, you didn't tell him it was a leprechaun. I was like, that is the first time in a horror movie somebody right. has ever been like, don't tell the cops the truth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just get them tell here. Them a murderer yeah, or just yeah. get them here first and then we'll figure it out. This is obviously before the times like digital phones because like she calls back and like, oh, we better get over there. But if they're like, it's that same number, those right. kids are morons, don't listen to them. But like, you know, the movie chugs along for a minute. But then the leprechaun, like, this whole franchise loves putting him in silly vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. And at one point, he's on like a tricycle, riding real fast. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> oh, that's right. It's like it, the film is like sped up, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great effect, guys. <laughs> and then and then he ends up in like a toy car with like toys in the back, and he gets pulled over by a cop. One of my questions is, how does he know the rules of the road? How does he know traffic rules? Like how? Like, how did he know to pull over? You mean? Yeah. I mean, if I was a leprechaun who's thousands of year old, I wouldn't know to pull over. I'd be like, go around me. Was go the around. Um, the old man at the beginning who trapped him in the box? Yeah. That was not modern times. That was like back in the day. I mean, it wasn't like back back in the day. It was like at least ten years before. Okay, but during the time of police cars. Yeah, but you know, the leprechaun might not know the rules. Guys, let us know what you think. Like, let us know how you think the leprechaun knows rules of getting <laughs> pulled over. <laughs> so yeah, he pulls over in his little toy car, and oh, God, does he get? Does he get a ticket? I think he kills the cop. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Very controversial for its time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that this was originally supposed to be like a kid's movie? It was not supposed to be a hard R slasher movie. Oh, interesting. It was originally, like when Warwick Davis signed on, it was supposed to be a scary movie for kids, mm-hmm. like Hocus Pocus or something like that. But then at some point, the producers are like, no, 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 let's add a shit ton of gore into this. And an interesting thing is when they first were doing a kid's horror movie for kids, mm-hmm. the serial Lucky Charms was like, yeah, you can put Lucky Charms in the movie and like say nice things about it. But then when they made the movie bloody and violent, Lucky Charms was like, no, 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 no. We're not on board with this. So that's why if there's a scene in the movie. Right. They had to reshoot it because it pre- featured Lucky Charms and it cost <laughs> them like 15 grand to do it. And they were so pissed about it. So there's a scene in the movie where the leprechaun's eating food in cabinets like a moron and he grabs Lucky Charms, <laughs> but it's like cheekily disguised as not being Lucky Charms. But you know it's Lucky Charms. And he eats it and spits it out and it's like, tastes like shit. And then at the very end, the kid, well, we'll just ruin the ending. The kid fires a four-leaf clover into the leprechaun with a slingshot, and he goes, fuck you, Lucky Charms. That was a very pointed attack at Lucky Charms, the cereal, for pulling their, their support. Very interesting. <laughs> I did not know the thing about the children's movie. Yeah. What year did you say this was? 93? This is 1993. Did you know in 1998, Warwick Davis, who is the leprechaun, and if you guys don't know who Warwick Davis is, not only was he wicked the most the most focused on Ewok and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He also played Willow in the titular movie Willow. Yeah. That's the Leprechaun. He also played Leprechaun in another kids movie called A Very Unlucky Leprechaun in 1998. I think that was the movie they originally wanted to make, but somewhere through production was like, let's add a shit ton of gore into this. I love the idea, like, he probably read the script and, like, the director was, like, pretty open and laid back and, like, every once in a while an actor would be like, can we try that scene again? I want to try something a little bit different. Warwick Davis was like, can I try that scene again? I want to try something a little different. It was like, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> and they're like, uh, all right. In this movie, what are his powers? Do you remember some of his different powers that he has? Could he make people like enchanting, like make people see someone say stuff that, does that happen in this one? No one happens in almost every other yeah. one. In this one, he, he has a voice mimic power, so he can mimic voices. Like the Predator. Yep. You want some want candy? Some candy? <laughs> you want some candy? <laughs> He does sort of a teleportation. Right. It's actually pretty cool because when he teleports, like you see his veins first. They're like green veins, and then he oh, appears. Oh, that's right. It's actually pretty solid. Like I, I, when I saw it, I was like, that's, I like I that effect. I forgot about I'm into that. that. And then he has a healing power because he keeps getting shot, but he can like his leg gets blown off, but then he heals. Right, right. And then he can weld things because he goes into the barn, you hear a bunch of welding noises, and he comes out in like a go-kart. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- no, that's not a power. He's just good at welding. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has three instances of him in silly vehicles. They love putting the what leprechaun. We got, what we got a go kart, a, a homemade go kart, and it, it's weaponized, it's right? It's a weaponized like lawnmower go kart. It's the little toy like toy car from the toy store when he goes into town. Mm-hmm. It has like teddy bears in the back seat, and then the little tricycle, which is just ridiculous. But that's a power too, because I mean, although I guess we're too big, our legs are too long to ride a tricycle effectively. But yep. I mean, he's got those perfect tricycle legs. <laughs> Why in the world would this location come up as, like, Hicksville Mountain Town for a Leprechaun movie? Yeah. Great. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it translated better in the kids' movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just relocated from Ireland, and the kid was like, Oh, I got me got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish me had me own teleportation green vein guy to come and help me. <laughs> well, I'll help ya. Uh, can I take that again? Stamp, stamp, stamp. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's one of my favorite lines from the movie, and this is Ozzy and the kid talking after things of shits kind of hit the fan. Little green shits have hit the fan. <laughs> that comes up in the third movie. It does. Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out of his shillelagh, so I think it's like pipe residue. But regardless, it's poop. That's what they say. Yeah, but isn't that isn't a shillelagh pipe? We'll get to it. No, okay. the shillelagh is just a walking stick. He has uh, a pipe separately too. Oh, okay. So here's my favorite line. Shits hit the fan. Ozzy's like, how can we kill it? Do you think you could kill a leprechaun? Ozzy, you can kill anything. You just got to know how to do it. Now me, give me a 357 Magnum, press it to the little green critter's temple, and blam! Brains and guts and oozing cruddy stuff dripping all down its head. The guy's gone with the cap of dead. <laughs> that's where you're like okay honey we have to go see that special doctor tomorrow <laughs> yeah the yeah. talking doctor <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kid has some issues just give me a 357 Mac. and i was like damn and you know it's interesting because that kid was actually slated to play the kid in the kids movie as well and he, they kept him when we went to the horror he's known even though he's what 11 or 12 he's actually known for improving pretty good so when they shot that, I believe the original scripted line was, I don't know, Ozzy, let's watch something that shows us how to defeat a leprechaun. And then when they finished, they said, cut. And he was like, can I take that again? <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing, the whole premise is like they give the leprechaun back his gold, but Ozzy still has this one stuck in his stomach. Mm -hmm. Which I think is actually a pretty good device. Yeah, it's a good way to have him like cut this dude's stomach open. When they finally defeat the leprechaun by firing a four-leaf clover down his throat with a slingshot and then kicking him into a well. The thing comes out of the well and he's all melting. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. The well looks like shit. Of, there's a lot of cool practical effects, yeah. though. But also, yeah, there's times where you see the budget and the sets and in, certainly in the effects. This is through the whole series. In my head, because it's the same actor, after Ozzy shits out that coin, he like cashes in all that money and then becomes the rich neighbor in Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin. That's awesome. And now that he's rich, he's going to go back and like fuck up people's lives that have like yelled at him the whole time. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman used to be a pretty decent-sized bully. Oh, man, that's funny. So, yeah, that's Leprechaun 1. Leprechaun is probably the second strongest of the whole Dude, I franchise. had a tough time getting through it. Like, it was hard to even make fun of it. It was pretty, pretty bad. It does, and you said that, and that surprised me. But, again, I haven't seen this one in a while, and probably the last time I watched it probably was at Shitty Movie Sunday. Yeah. Um, because there's it, it's, it's tongue-in-cheek to an extent. It knows it's about a killer leprechaun, but also they're trying to make an effective movie, I guess. It does feel like it still gives a shit at this point. For sure. It definitely gives less of a shit as we go on until we get to five, obviously, but... Yeah. So when we're watching the Leprechaun movies, why would the Leprechaun movies lead us to use the quantum drive? Our minds are still fuzzy from the jump. Should we just skip ahead to Leprechaun 5? No, 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 no. We should keep listening. I think we're hilarious. We are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is simply called Leprechaun 2. Mm -hmm. Tagline is, this time luck has nothing to do with it. Oh my God. This time sense has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's got a, the, the poster has a picture of him holding a candle, which has nothing to do with anything. There's no candles in this movie. It's a cool looking poster, I guess. <laughs> this Leprechaun 2, while looking up some information, like facts on it, one of the facts I found says, the final entry of the Leprechaun series to be released in theaters. If you're saying that at number two, you don't say that like you're proud. Oh, my God, yeah. Number two, like, oh, we made it all the way to two. <laughs> <laughs> it opens in the woods, and the leprechaun is chasing this man 
yep. who he somehow can like shackle. He needs the man to help him, the leprechaun, fall in love with a girl. Yep. He can marry any girl who sneezes three times as long as no one says, God bless you. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And this dude's beard, by the way, is the pubiest fake beard I've ever seen in my life in a movie ever. <laughs> it's like it's like Cartman when he gets Scott Tennerman's pubes glued to his face. It's just like, dude, who did this and was like, you're screen ready. Go, dude. I guess they probably looked around at the set and the costumes and the, <laughs> the caliber of other actors and were like, Pew Beard is actually one of the highlights of this scene. <laughs> the leprechaun is like, hey, uh, I'm going to kill you unless you help me marry some chick. And he's like, I don't, first of all, I don't understand why the leprechaun needs the guy, but he needs the guy. And the guy's like, fine, I'll help you. So they go into the woods and they find this chick doing laundry in the woods. Yeah, just laundry in like, the woods. Like, no stream. That's true. No stream and no domicile. Like, yeah. it's not like that's, we don't, it's not established that that's where she lives. She like took a 10 mile hike into the deep yeah, woods to, to the do laundry some spot. Laundry. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, that's the girl I want to marry. And yeah. he's like, oh no, it's my daughter. And she sneezes. So he <laughs> says, God bless you, my dear. And he starts running away. The leprechaun kills him. But now because he said, God bless you, he can't marry yeah. the girl. So the leprechaun declares that he's going to curse that guy's bloodline. And further down the line, I don't know like if there's a time constraint on bless you's. He's going to marry But like, he's going to marry yeah. a, like, a thousand years in the future. But here's the thing. He's like, on my next thousandth birthday, I don't know who's doing the math for this. But like the time period that this might be is like the 900s <laughs> for it to be like 1994 when he gets to yeah. a thousand years later, and I don't know what was going on in the 900s, is like some Byzantine Empire shit, but like <laughs> I don't think it's leprechaun time. I don't think that myth would be a thing yet. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know history that well, but I, I like especially I did a, fake horror leprechaun yeah, yeah. history. <laughs> it's like a thousand years just did not seem to place you at a, an appropriate time period for leprechauns or coming back to a modern time. If we're starting to get into the time the time aspect of leprechauns. Yeah, we'll be bogged down forever. It's uh, all, all you need to know if you're not going to watch this movie, or I guess even if you do, is that the leprechaun will get revenge on his bloodline later, at a later date. TBD. I don't yeah. know why it's not. Like, <laughs> why is it not like that chick's children? But anyway. Why couldn't it have been 10 years later? They just picked exactly. a thousand I don't, years. I don't get it. But like, okay. Well, because they needed to get to modern time. Wait till we get in space and you're like, why is anything leprechaun? It doesn't have to be a leprechaun. They don't even play up. In that movie, they play up no tropes of leprechaun. There's no Irishness to that like at all. Like, zero. It zero. could have been a killer cat or a killer box or a killer head. Like, it didn't have to be anything. It was yeah. just, they, like, they were like, uh, it's just a leprechaun. I have a theory that as the movies went on, they picked scripts that had been thrown in the garbage and just were like, where can sure. we stuff stick a leprechaun? A lepre yeah. Stick a leprechaun into it. So they get to back to the modern day times, and we meet a young boy and his girlfriend, sort of girlfriend. They're, it's complicated. Yeah, a girl who's just totally fucking jerking him around in the yep. friend zone, big time. Big time. And so, like, he is a hawker for, like, a graveyard tour, like, spooky Hollywood hearse tour. His drunk-ass uncle's yeah. tour. Is it even his uncle, or is it just the, the drunk, drunk man who adopted him? Yeah. This, this franchise is big on pairing two people that should not be, be together. together. That drunk man, though, is one of my favorite parts of the entire franchise. Mm -hmm. Anytime he's on screen, like I am into what he has going on. Like he is a very good character actor for what it is. You know, it's tough mm -hmm. because they, they are his name's Sandy Barron. Great name. <laughs> Sandy Barron sounds like like a guy who commits crimes on the beach. <laughs> ah, the Sandy Barron strikes again. <laughs> Give me your seashells. <laughs> <laughs> you build a sandcastle, kick Get it down. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He's drunk. <laughs> when we first meet this kid, he's selling Clint Howard a ticket to Correct. this ride. And 
Clint Howard yeah. and the receptionist from Twin Peaks yes. police station, right, with the voice. Yep, yep. And he, and they're like on the fence, and he like is giving them the hard sell. And he's like, "You don't want to go on the tour? Fine, you can go get some ice cream," which is a little throw to Clint Howard being the ice cream man. Mm, interesting. Yep. And the horror tour itself is a throwback to how weird Clint Howard looks. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Clint Howard. We know you're a big fan. But it's like they got Clint Howard in the movie, and you just regulate him to being a little bitchy, like tourist. Like, come on, he could have been so much better. That was Sandy Barron. How Sandy Barron. Clint Howard was probably supposed to have that thing until Sandy Barron walked on set, and they were like, "Fuck that! Switch those roles." <laughs> now, this movie sets up something that I want to. I want to talk a little bit more about when we get to the third one, mm-hmm. but. There is literally nothing likable about this main character whose name was Cody, the boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's trying to do right by this drunk dude. He is, I guess, like the honorable suitor of this girl. And there's some other creepy guys creeping on this girl who are, you know, want a piece and she's jerking them around too. Yeah. But the guys handle it worse. Whereas this guy's like, yeah, it's cool if you jerk me around. I'll still be nice and get you flowers. But there's no redeeming qualities about him. Zero. Like zero, zero, zero. Tell me something nice about him. Uh, nope. Nothing. He's just like a dry, vanilla, boring, vanilla character. Him trying to take care of Morty, the drunk guy, Sandy Barron, you know, that gives him a little bit of a like, oh, you know, he cares about this guy. But like, why? Why? Right. It, it It's weird. And so the, the leprechaun shows up because he wants to marry this chick. And the cock tease chick. Yeah. That she is the descendant of the laundry chick. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the whole cock tease thing. So when we first meet her, she's dating this kid and the kid has to drive the graveyard tour because his yeah, uncle's drunk. Uncle Sandy's drunk. And she gets so pissed about that when they drive to the date location, which is a go-kart track, pretty classy, the <laughs> kid whose dad owns the go-kart track is like, what's up, baby? I could get us, like, private cars. I got a sweet helmet for you, too. And he's sketching on her. Yeah. Like, it's sketchy as shit. And she is like, oh, I'm into that, and just goes off with go-kart kid. And what's the kid's name? Cody. Cody, yeah. She, like, literally, yeah. he's there. She and he's like, walks away from him. can we talk? Him. And she's like, no, I'm going to go ride go-karts. But she doesn't do it. She almost does it, like, ambivalently. Like, she's, like, it's almost like she's just a goldfish and is just following whoever's talking to her at any given moment. That's how the actress at least is playing it. Now, I'm not saying it's the actress's fault, but she's just like, yep. And the guy whose dad owns the place, yeah. he reminds me of the O-Face guy in Office Space. <laughs> like him in high school. Like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Like, he's like, so he's like, yeah, my dad, I got the helmet for you and you can you can come ride with me, baby. And it's like, oh, he's so what? cheesy. Who talks like that? So then he gives her a ride home in what I assume could only be a go-kart. Go- <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yo, your parents aren't home. Can I come in? She's like, no, I'm with Cody. And I'm like, Good for you for sticking to your man, but at the same time, you're just taking whatever any guy she has. Is, dude, yeah. She is a compounding tease. Yeah. When you tell a guy, after jerking him around all night, that another guy is your boyfriend, and that guy you are jerking around, like that boyfriend you are also jerking around. It's so weird. He's like, but I gave you a helmet, and I gave you extra time. In the, like, he starts listing the shit yeah. that he gave her. She tells him to F.O., and he like starts like shuffling up the street to the Charlie Brown music. Mm-hmm. And then her garage door opens. Yep. And she's in there and she's all like, oh, I changed my mind. And then like the last four seconds, you haven't seen me. She like starts to unbutton her shirt and you're like, oh, weird. This is getting weird. And then you realize the leprechaun's there just to like fuck with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, stay away from me. Bye. Blah, blah, blah. And it has probably the best kill of this movie. Uh, agreed. Eh, there's one that might be a contender, but this is pretty yep. awesome. So then. There's this weird, like, editing because it's obviously not her boobs. Right. Because she's <laughs> yeah, yeah. probably too young to show her boobs. Mm. But we see some 
generous boobs. And she's like, you can touch them. And the guy's like, yeah. And he's getting all like Pepe Le Pew transfixed, like hands out in front of his face, like floating towards them like slowly. And she's like, go ahead, grab them. And then we realize that it's all like a mental trick. The kid sees boobs. But what's really there are... What I can only describe is like what the high school janitor used to mow the lawn. Industrial lawnmower. lawnmower. With two blades <laughs> yeah. where the boobs would, you know, each boob would be. <laughs> Which I, you know, okay, this is the second movie about a killer leprechaun. I'm on board. Yeah. And he leans, slowly leans into it. And I believe we, it's cheat. I believe we it see it happen the shadow. through shadow. Yeah, like the shadow silhouette. and then blood splatters on the but wall. Like, it's fun, and you see the leprechaun like hiding behind a workbench. Yeah, I'm doing an enchantment, and it's like, oh, that's fun. That's that's cool. Now the kid dies motorboating lawnmower. Awesome, plates. which is cool. <laughs> and now here's the thing, right? Couple 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 gags I want to do right now. Yeah. First one is the next day, Sergeant McLean, Lieutenant Corrigan arrive at the scene, and they're like, "The fuck happened here?" There's <laughs> a dead kid sprawled with his face and hands in the bottom of an upturned lawnmower. And you're like, sir. In all my years in the forest, first of all, I've never seen some shit like this. <laughs> Second of all, I think that chicken side likes me, but she's kind of jerking me around. And then <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant McLean is like, yeah, she was doing that to me too, but she told me she was with you. <laughs> but they're like, they look down. I let her, I let her ride in the cop car and everything. <laughs> I let her turn <laughs> the, the siren on. <laughs> <laughs> then they look down, they look, and they're like, this is worse than anything I've ever seen. From my years of investigation, it almost looks like he slowly smushed his face <laughs> into this. <laughs> Willingly. <laughs> but, like, immediately, Cody is fingered for the job because everybody saw him having, an, having a tiff at the go-kart park, mm -hmm. and now go-kart kid is dead. And this is something that this entire movie does not address, is that Cody is wanted for murder. Wait, can we go back to lawnmower boobs for just a second? Yeah, we can keep lawnmower <laughs> boobs. Can we just slowly move our faces towards lawnmower <laughs> boobs for a second? Think of either the first time you ever saw boobs or the best time you ever saw boobs. <laughs> Ruby just slowly looked up like towards the heavens with a big smile slowly dawning on his face. Like, like it was almost like he was having a good idea. Mm. Was there ever a time, A, that you just slowly moved towards them? It was almost like a slow motion vampire, like with your hands next to your face. Yes. Okay. But, but then my face hit the screen and it was like <laughs> <laughs> scramble cable, man. <laughs> Think about like first of all, this girl shuts you down at the front door, and as you walk over, the garage door opens. Yeah. And she has literally changed her opinion 180 degrees. Yep. Now take the fact that that's kind of weird out. I don't think she had time to get from the front door to the garage. No. Like <laughs> that was what I would feel like I would be, and I, I love boobs, I but think I think you I'd and be me like, both what? Both would be like ghost. Immediately. Like, <laughs> this is more of a ghost situation than something that could actually be happening because she sure. obviously wasn't into me. And a lot of chicks don't show me their boobs, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> Especially not that fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got to work a lot harder. It takes a lot more than some good go-kart times. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some good go-kart times and I still haven't been like, I'd give it up to you. No, that being said, when the garage door opens and I'm immediately thinking, this isn't for real. That's yeah. not the hot chick. Whether I'm thinking ghost or leprechaun or whatever, I also wouldn't run. I would investigate the situation. Yeah. But just not nose first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just not floating into it yeah. blindly. Then my next question about it is like, so to make this happen, that means she went in the door. The second the door closed, she said, oh, shit, I do want that D. And then <laughs> as fast as she could, Ran. ran to the garage to open the door before he walked away. Right. As fast as she could. She must have booked it. 
girls are not showing me their boobs for no reason, and they're certainly not running to do it. Right. Like, if anything happens, like, I've had girls be like, uh, all right. But, like, no one's like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Check these out. Check these out. Look at these insert boobs. <laughs> I'm a different woman. <laughs> oh, it's a completely different woman. Definitely. It cuts to, like, a 35-year-old, like, aging porn star. Yeah, boobs. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> they're shooting her face for another movie while they're shooting her boobs for this movie. <laughs> But in my head, it's like, go ahead, touch my boobs. They're definitely not long boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he, Ruby texted me. A lot of times, we'll be watching things either same week or whatever, and he texted me, just watch Leprechaun 2. And then under that, in quotes, touch my boobs. They're definitely not lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> so then the leprechaun goes inside, introduces himself to his bride. Um, she's all like, oh, my God, I'm freaked out. Cody shows up with flowers because he's trying to make right. Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to be a good boyfriend or Even whatever. didn't do anything wrong, but yeah. okay. So, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't want my he's uncle like, to drive yeah, drunk. Yeah, sorry my drunk uncle didn't kill anyone tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he shows up. Then the leprechaun shows up. He's like enticing her. Like, here's gold. And she's like, I don't want that. You're a freakazoid. And then the leprechaun goes outside and the garage door opens and she's there. And she's like. (laughs) (laughs) This is the moment where the gold spills and Cody gets a coin, which this comes into play. Sure. So then leprechaun takes her back to his creepy lair and gets real creepy. Super creepy. Super creepy. Starts talking about how he's going to like impregnate her and but her also, body will like, stretch. And... rearrange her face. Yeah. Yes. He's going to like, I got to cut Leprechaun you. Leprechaun her up. Yeah, I got to cut you up because you're too pretty. Yeah, it's, it gets real creepy. He says gonna, you're going to like deliver litters of babies and it's going to be super painful, but uh, you'll eventually get used to it. Oh, yeah. It's so messy. But then he realized that he's missing a gold coin because he dumps his gold on her tummy and like starts <laughs> counting gold off her belly. And he leaves to go find the gold. <sighs> okay. All right, fine. One thing I did notice is when we were back at the house and she opens her refrigerator, all it's full of is RC Cola, which I felt like was really appropriate for the scale of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Because yeah, it was like, <laughs> that's right. They said some PA. They were like, here's 35 cents. Go buy six of whatever sodas you can. <laughs> Something else I noticed is all the people in this movie have really intense scream faces. Like, Open your eyes as wide as possible. Now open your mouth as wide as possible. Wider, wider. More with your eyes. Now scream. <laughs> Every single push. I'll the have boy, to go back and rewatch the that. Girl, Twenty years from now. Everybody screams really crazy. So now we're in like Cody being chased by the leprechaun land, and he wants that one single gold mm-hmm. coin. The whole time he's being chased by the cops too, because he's wanted for like multiple murders. Right. At this and point. the cop in this movie is like. He saw a show once that had a cop overacting as the bad cop, and he's like, "I can do that." And then the director is like, no, that's not enough. Go go crazier. Yeah. Yell. Try yelling. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechaun has to kill a guy in a coffee shop for no good reason because why not? That guy's this is a guy from um Mad TV. Yeah. That because they yeah, they had that actor and they were like, This will be fun. Yeah. They go to a bar and the drunk uncle has a drinking contest with the leprechaun. They're there and there's a bunch of little people yep. being exploited and I think. Dude, the acting is that is so painful because they're like, I'm in this movie called Leprechaun, dressed as a leprechaun. I have to deliver this line. Here we go. They only had a little acting experience. <laughs> Dude, one of them's in a lot of movies. Yeah, I know, I know. One of them is the guy from uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. And in Bad Santa. I was, And not a lot of people don't know this. Do you? Did you remember Captain EO? Yeah. He played Hooter, the little elephant oh. guy. He was in that costume. Oh, that's cool. I have behind-the-scenes footage that He's shows He's also the cool. stuntman from most of these movies. Yes. But, yeah, they're there, and they they beat the leprechaun in a drinking contest. Now, to me, 
as someone who is over 50% Irish, I'm offended by this. <laughs> and I would be offended by the whole movie, but I could take a joke, and I know it's for parody, but to say that the, the leprechaun will be bested in a drinking contest, that's like, and we'll get to it when we get to it, but the fifth movie is Leprechaun in the Hood. And that movie actually, I think, works really hard to break down racial barriers. Yeah. And it doesn't take the easy jokes. It really could have really poked fun at, you know, the urban film market and the urban film audience. Yeah. But, it, you know, it didn't, I think, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but it really worked hard to kind of, uh, like, change conventions as opposed to make fun of them. Yeah. So I wish the second movie had done that and instead it's like, oh, Irish people drink and, like... Yeah. Well, and then the third one, they eat potatoes, so it's like, ugh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, <laughs> now I'm just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and thirsty, because of Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie hits almost all, except for the potatoes, hits having a bunch of kids and drinking a lot, so thanks a lot. Way to be progressive. The four-leaf clover is completely gone from this. Correct, Nobody gives not a worried fuck. about that. What is it in this movie? In this movie... And I have no clue if this has any historical significance, but it's wrought iron. It does hurts not. Him. It does not have any. Si- completely, completely. It, it is because of this movie that wrought iron is a thing for the leprechaun in this movie only. So he gets trapped in a safe at one <sighs> point. Yeah. A wrought iron safe because that's how they make those things. At the go-kart place, right? At the go-kart place. Yeah. They go back. Him and his drunk uncle <laughs> go to the go-kart place. Who's sobered up enough. He can't. Like he's like, I'm too drunk. This is like a lame excuse. I'm too drunk to go to work. Wait, leprechaun adventure? I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> so they get the leprechaun trapped in the fucking safe. And drunk uncle is like, I know about the wishes. Yep, he knows about wishes. And this is the first time they brought this up. And he wishes for the leprechaun's gold. He wants all the gold. And the leprechaun goes, sure. And this is, I think, maybe a close second to lawnmower tits. Agreed. The gold starts filling up in the dude's stomach. Mm-hmm. And he starts his stomach starts distending, and Kate goes, ha-ha, he's got a pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a woman you marry, dude. I know, I know, yeah, she had good puns. I didn't get it at first, and then I was like, oh, I get nice. it now. So his stomach gets all big, and he has the pot of gold in his stomach, and it's all big, and he's like, oh, my God. And the leprechaun comes out of the safe and, like, slices him open and gets it out. Now this kid has his uncle with his stomach sliced open, intestines all over the floor, there's like a dead cop outside. There's like a dead kid with his head chopped off. And the cops are still searching for Cody. Cody runs onto the go-kart track. And the leprechaun gets into a silly vehicle again. This is a go-kart with spikes on it. And skulls and stuff, yeah. Yeah, super dumb. Mm-hmm. And he charges at the kid. But what happens? Oh, oh, the leprechaun's trying to like run him down, yeah. right? And he goes right through him like as if the kid was a ghost. And why? Because he has the gold. And the gold makes you impervious to leprechaun hurting, Where question mark? Where the fuck did that come from? Not the first movie. <laughs> Clearly not the first not movie. Not the first movie. Not in history. Think about that. If you could go back in time from the second movie to the first movie and tell everyone, like, if you just have his gold, you're fine. You're like, that's the whole fucking reason he's chasing us. It's so <laughs> fucking dumb. It makes no sense. If he can't kill you because you're holding the gold that he needs, what, like, like, 
The movie's over. Like, I mean, the, and this moment, like, they're revealing this, like, late in the second act. Right. Like, it is just... Of the second movie. Just fucking boner stupid. Oh, my God. But the cop does not have a piece of gold, so uh, he gets run over a couple times. He gets run over. He gets fucked. He goes back to his lair, where the chick is now, like, gussied up. And his lair is, like, a, a underground kind of cave thing with, like, uh, tree roots and it shit. It looks like it's poop. It's, like, wet blankets. Yeah, it looks like an old Doctor Who set from, like, the <laughs> 70s. Yeah, it's terrible. And she's all, like, playing into it now. She's like, ooh, sexy. Ooh. Right, as part of a scheme. Like, she's yeah, gonna she's going to scheme him. And he's like, well, i got to still hunt this kid down. She's like, you going to leave a broad on her wedding night? Who says that? Get my, the fuck out my, of here. My Aunt Trisha would. <laughs> 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 but, but go ahead. I, I Point taken. <laughs> yeah. You're going to leave a broad on her wedding night? At that very moment, Kate's like, she's wearing flats. Who wears flats to their wedding? <laughs> it's interesting, right? Like when we did the, the Star Wars episode and they were talking about people's hair and you're like, I've seen this movie literally over a hundred times and I've never once thought about hair. Never once. Um, is this the scene where she she palms an awl, like the carpenter tool and awl to stab him with? Yeah. Is this the scene where she uses it or just where we see her pick it up? It all blends together. She tries to stab him with an awl. Yeah. And again, my accent, A-W-L, awl. A sharp pointy thing. She does it. And be- it bends on him because he's it's not wrought iron, so yeah. I can't stab him. <laughs> and he makes a line about, oh, that's me favorite all. I got it from me father. And they're like, I- is your father giving you this tool going to come into play later? No. No. Just some pointless world building. <laughs> oh, my God. So then the kid somehow gets to Leprechaun World. How does he get to Leprechaun World? I don't know. Bus. Yeah. He takes a little go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. And he's running around in here, and there's, like, skeletons in the wall. Some pretty good skeleton scares. Yeah, not bad. And then, like, one of the skeletons comes alive, and the kid fights it. And, and I think that was supposed to be the guy from the beginning who had the chains yeah. around him, the guy who said, bless you. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a pretty good... That's a that's a decent moment. It's like, I believe that that's a walking skeleton. I buy it. They fight the leprechaun, just, like, looking at your watch, just at the movie to end. Somehow, Rod Iron gets him. Oh, well, he fights the leprechaun, and the leprechaun obviously wants Cody to give him the coin back. Yeah. Cody gives him the coin. The leprechaun goes to kill him, but oh. doesn't. Cody stabs him I get with a crowbar, but I guess it's a wrought, a wrought iron crowbar. Yeah. And he says something like, it's chocolate, you idiot, or chocolate, you motherfucker, or chocolate, you asshole. And it's <laughs> someone at the bar One was the, giving yeah. out chocolate coins. coins. yeah. Which I thought was like, okay, that's a cool... First of all, it's a, it's, you're throwing in another St. Patrick's Day leprechaun thing, right? The gold coins. Yeah. Which is fine. And it's like, okay, that's a cool movie device where you're using something that we got... That we all saw him get earlier, but didn't think anything about. Yeah, and I thought that was like okay, like I don't want to say it's smart. A de- but it's a decent switcheroo, though. Yeah, okay, it fits the movie. All right, so yeah, stabs him with the crowbar, and now he's dead because of the crowbar. And then they climb out of a tree, and they're in the park, and they're like, "Yay, we're happy and together." But that kid's still wanted for, at my count, twelve murders at this point. <laughs> but I don't remember. Does the body of the leprechaun go somewhere when he gets killed? I think he just dissolves. The layer is at least there. Oh, I think yeah. I think magic closed the door of the layer. Yeah. So when he died, that you can't just like take cops there and be like, "See, told you." You don't think so? No, I think that kid's getting busted for twelve murders, and there's no way they're not pinning. Do you out on think him. the leprechaun's little go kart, which was leprechaun up, like it's it actually said I forget what it said, but it said something about uh, I want me gold or something on the side, <laughs> something dumb, and spikes and skulls. Do you think he parked that outside? Of that little, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even if the cops couldn't go in, you'd be like, but can you not at least, isn't that a leprechaun car? Like, I couldn't even fit in there. Look, sir, <laughs> there's cop blood there, and I can't physically fit in. Now I'm trying to think of a OJ, if the glove don't fit, you must have quit, but leprechaun rhyme. 
too big for me. I must let me be free. Ooh. Does he rhyme in this movie? He rhymes a little bit in this movie. He rhymes a little bit, but it's not the rhymiest one. There are two more where he rhymes way more. Yeah. The limerick that I came up with this one was, <clears throat> When a girl rejects you with much sass and then seems to change your mind fast, you'll seem quite the suitor, but beware those hooters. They're actually blades to cut grass. <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm sitting here, literally sitting here in a rhyming dictionary, r- looking up words for boobs. I did jugs. I did hooters. I did <laughs> <laughs> hooters is good. I thought suitor was a going. Oh man. Oh man. That's, am- that's <laughs> I'm so glad we did the limerick. Oh, they're amazing. So, I think we've mentioned it on the show before, but Rumi and I watched a couple of these movies, especially one of the rhyming ones when we lived together. Yeah. And it created this game. Where we would make fun of each other through limericks, so like we bust each other's balls through limericks. Yeah. But it got to the point where like, if we didn't see each other all day, we would type it up, print it out, and put it with like an accompanying picture from a magazine on the refrigerator, (laughs) so that we just had this like, almost like a a, like a a posting board, uh, like a forum on our refrigerator of just making fun of each other. I know you did a real good one to me about insane clown posse. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we, I mean, you got me on a good one with the Warriors. Like, yeah, we, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we would just rip on each other. Yeah, we like we like, we like limericks. Limericks are good. <laughs> limericks Luckily are for good. us, there's uh, plenty more movies here, and some of them get really limericky. Oh my god! One more thing before we leave Leprechaun too is I know the director Rodman Flender. He worked on Scream when I worked on Scream. He's a fun guy to work with. But now, and it's like if I had known, I should have asked him. Sure, should have asked him all about that movie. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, first of all, just uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I feel bad. Like I hit him up, and he's like, "Hey, haven't talked to you in a while. How's it going, man? Remember we worked on Scream? It was awesome. Hey, you know that movie you did? It fucking sucked. Want to <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when we had Carl on the show. Carl Gottlieb, who wrote the the three first three Jaws movies. Yeah, you're like, oh, Jaws one was like fucking a staple of cinema. You also wrote Jaws three. <laughs> you know, you're like, do you know how terrible that was? He did. all right roomy i've taken some inventory the ship's pretty banged up we're low on time fuel and it's just a real mess in there i i I think i can fix it but i'm gonna need a little bit of time Uh, uh, what are you doing man taking care of these bodies like c-3po style you know make a little jawa fire (laughs) nice i thought i smelled barbecue Well, I think I can get to work on the ship. I, I think I get it working well enough that we can get back to the future. We gotta figure out why we're here first. While I'm working on the ship, let's listen to Leprechaun 3. You wanna dive into 3 here for a second? Yeah, let's get into 3, man. Mm. Leprechaun goes Vegas. This movie. Ooh, God. Leprechaun. It's called Leprechaun 3. Yep. And the tagline is, welcome to Vegas. The odds are you won't leave alive. All right. Okay. Now we're doing Vegas jokes. We're not doing Leprechaun jokes, but all right. All right. We're into it. This one, oh, man. This I one, like it better than two. Do you? It's hard to say. This one has some of my favorite kills of the whole franchise. Sure. I feel like this one, you know what it is? I think, I feel like this one functions a little bit better as a horror movie than two. Mm-hmm. Two has a lot of dead space, I think, where like people are trying to talk to people and shit. And it's like, nope, doesn't, I don't need to know. This one has a lot of dead space, too. But we're in Vegas. We start off in a Vegas pawn shop. Now, the leprechaun was killed by a crowbar and either lied there dead or vanished in the end of the last movie. Yeah. Okay, so this one, pawn shop. 
pawn shop. So we get to the pawn shop. <laughs> I wish you could see Ruby's face right now. And a dude runs in who's covered in scars. And he's like missing an eye and he's all beat the fuck up. He says his name is Lucky and he wants to get some money for something he has in his bag. And the Indian man who's running the pawn shop is like, okay. Huge bag. Huge green bag. And he puts the bag on the table and uncovers a stone leprechaun statue wearing an amulet. The size of a little person. It's not like a, a maquette. Yeah, it's the size of the leprechaun. It's a frozen statue of the leprechaun. Okay, leprechaun franchise. This is this is pretty new. Yeah, it's clearly the leprechaun sculpt from the other movies, just we've never seen him frozen before. We've never <laughs> seen him as a stone statue before. We've never seen this amulet before. Mysterious. Yeah, he's got mysterious bling. And the, the amulet is not a part of the statue. No. It's, a, it's been put on, on the, the statue. statue. And the guy tells the pawn shop owner not to take off the amulet. The pawn shop owner is like, yep, okay, sure thing, buddy. Here's your 20 bucks. And the guy pieces out. <laughs> Here's your 20 bucks. <laughs> he gives him 20 bucks. Is that, what that, is that literally the number? Yeah, gives him 20 bucks. <laughs> Immediately, the guy takes off the amulet to check it out. <laughs> like you do. Now, that's like when you go to like the Mexican food place. Yeah. And the, the waiter comes over with the plate of fajitas and is like, please don't touch this plate. It's very hot. <laughs> as he's saying that, I'm like, I know the temperature of things. I'm going to touch that as soon as you turn around. <laughs> so then the leprechaun appears and starts fucking up this pawn shop guy. He was the statue, right? Yeah, so he now was the established statue. that this amulet, when put on the leprechaun, turns will into turn him into a statue. So then he starts fucking up this dude for like, 20 minutes. Right. It's a, it, And it cuts back and forth between this and some other and scenes. And the plot but we'll get to, but it goes on for a long... Like, most of this movie is this pawn shop shit. The guy tries to get on what I guess is a representation of the internet. No, it's a CD-ROM. A CD-ROM yes, about he pulls leprechauns. pulls it out. It's called Folktales and Legends. Great. Well, Pops it in. It's the worst Flash animations you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. And it's trying to tell him about leprechauns, but like, <laughs> at least at this point, it's like, Nobody who has written any one of these movies up until the third one, we're still in the third movie. Nobody has done any real research on leprechauns. None of this stuff is true. None of it makes sense. And it's almost like they didn't watch the previous movies. No. They're like, wait, Shamrocks kill him? Okay, I'll, I'll put that in here somewhere. At least yep. mention it. And then they're like, oh, you get a wish? Yeah, 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 yeah. But suddenly this movie's like, you don't get a wish if you catch the leprechaun. You get a wish for every piece of the gold that he has? Mm-hmm. So now the gold is the wishing mechanism and not the leprechaun. Way to go, part three. You really paid attention to your other movies. And if I'm correct, can you be hurt if you have his gold? Yes, because in this scene, <laughs> the guy's holding the gold and the <laughs> leprechaun shoots him with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and I was like, immediately Kate was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, uh, welcome. <laughs> you're, you're here for the interview of Leprechaun 3. Have you seen Leprechaun 1? No. Have you seen Leprechaun 2? For like no. 10 minutes. <laughs> Do you know anything about leprechauns? No. <laughs> yeah. They got gold. They're green. Off yeah. the top of your head, if you were in a movie, how would you explain exposition about your main antagonist? Uh, CD-ROM flash animation that plays for like literally 20 minutes? And it's broken up, but every time you go to this pawn shop, you see a little bit more of this more flash animation. More information of this animation, yeah. And you're like, all right, cool, you're hired. Can you bang this script out in 20 minutes? Yep. <laughs> So then we meet Scott. Can I talk about Scott? Yeah, talk about Scott. One of the worst protagonists that I've seen in a movie in a long time. First of all, he looks like a huge fucking dork. He looks like he drinks milk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if he goes to a bar. Oh, I see. People are like, you want a beer? He's like, no. 
do you want some whiskey? No. How about some wine? No. Got a glass of milk? And they're like, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> he is this skinny little, almost hick-looking, no offense actor who plays Scott. He's not a handsome man. And again, just like we talked about with Cody, at least Cody was like a cute 90s guy. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like a guy. This looks like a fucking dork. <laughs> now, he is driving. You could tell he's driving, like, moving. He p- drives by this hot chick who's got her her hood of her car up. Having What's her name? Trouble. Is it Tammy? Yeah, it was Tammy. He pulls over to help her out, and she is worse than Jennifer Aniston. This guy, although a dork and clearly over... Like, he's socially awkward and shit, is pulled over to help her and is talking about car stuff like he's knowledgeable. Yeah. She is just a bitch. So mean to this guy. Like, it's almost like like he woke her up from a nap or something. or Like, he stopped to help her. Although, I will defend her in this case. She lives in Vegas, and I think most people who try to stop and, like, help her out are skeevy Vegas douchebags. Now, that is fair. But the appropriate response, at least in this franchise, to unwanted advances is to say no, close the door, run to the garage. (laughs) (laughs) You know I love RoboCop, right? (laughs) Affirmative. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Verhoeven, the director, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. He also did Starship Troopers. Mm -hmm. He also did the stripper magnum opus Showgirls. You know that I've never seen that? I mean, I've seen the naked stuff, obviously. The second the internet was invented. <laughs> <laughs> well, I own it. Um, oh, we should we should do it. Oh my gosh, I know a lot of people who would be into watching this movie. It's horrendous, hysterically terrible. It is the exact like same plot as the beginning of this movie. Chick shows up in Vegas, throws a fit at the person who tries to help her, <laughs> and then it progresses to a casino. This movie opens the same as Showgirls. The main problem I have with this, and the last one as well, is the two main male protagonists in 2 and 3 are very unlikable. I think what the movies both were trying to do was make a kind of bumbling, sympathetic character who has nothing, like, they're not super smart, they're not super handsome, they're not good at things, they're struggling with love. This kid in 3, Scott... He's moving. He's supposed to be going to college. Yeah. So he's like, freshman. Right. So he's embarking. He's, and he looks like a 35-year-old <clears throat> crack addict. <laughs> but like he's embarking on a new adventure, et cetera, et cetera. Cody is trying, in, in two, Cody is trying to help his drunk Sandy Baron yeah. with his business. They're making the characters unlikable yeah. instead of making them an underdog. You know what I mean? And I think they're really trying so hard to do underdog, especially with this guy. He's just, in my opinion... Super unlikable. You know what's really funny? Is you loved I ha- him? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're I, like, I love him. He was the most character development of the entire <laughs> franchise. He had the same car that I had in high school, the red Volvo station wagon. Oh, my God. If I saw that thing pull over to help me with um, engine trouble, I would be like, oh, my God. I'm going to be a C-U-N-T to this dude the whole time. Come on. You think this attractive 28-year-old, like, whatever. She's older than him. Sure. You think she wants to hang out with this college freshman? You think no, but soon the rest of the movie, they're kind of working together. So he helps her. And uh, drives her to her job. You th- the movie does an interesting job. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it kind of looks like they're going to tell you she's a stripper. Yeah. But in fact, she is a magician's assistant, which is like kind of cool. Yeah, I'm into it. So like a dick, dick magician who thinks he's all that, and he's just you know a stereotypical stupid magician. So then the kid is in the casino. He he gets her to sneak him into the casino, and she's like, "Okay, you can see what a casino looks like, but then you have to leave." And he's like, "Oh, okay." No gambling. He's like, okay. 
immediately. That kid's like, yo, I got $23,000 for my college tuition room and, and books. Go, room and uh, board and books. That's yeah. what it is. And the casino like manager is like, welcome to the casino, kid. Here's all your chips. And immediately cashes that kid in. And who does that? Come on. But so now the kid has a lot of money and chips. And he's like, I'm going to gamble because he's a fucking moron. Because you know how kids are. And in the span of what must be like five minutes, the kid loses $23,000. Oh, God. So then he's like, can I hawk this watch that my grandpa gave me? And they're like, sure. Go to the pawn shop across the street. You're like, convenient, because I know there's a leprechaun over there. (laughs) Yeah. So he goes back to the the pawn shop to to get some more money for his watch. The leprechaun tries to kill him. Yep. Well, like secretly, the guy, I don't think the kid sees that there's a leprechaun first. No. The kid finds the dead body, though. Finds the dead body. Yep. Walks over, finds the gold, a piece of gold. Yep. Walks over to the computer, gets a little bit of exposition <laughs> on leprechauns. He's like, ooh, flash animation's playing? Cool. I watch that. He watches it, and I believe he watches it right when it says, hey, you can make a wish if you have gold. And he says, ooh, I wish I was on a winning streak. Right as the leprechaun comes up behind him and tries to stay, I think hit him with an axe or something. Yeah, hit him with an axe. And when he goes to do that, the kid disappears and ends up back at the table making a shit ton of money. Winning shit tons of money, yeah. So you're but like, every, oh. here's the thing that I thought was weird. In, in the next scene, it's kind of revealed that it's not that he was always having the winning streak. It's that he suddenly started having a winning streak. So even his dealer remembers that he was down losing his pants a minute ago yeah. and now is on a winning streak. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And then we also find out that the gold like sniffs out winning gold. Like It helps him win at roulette because the coin will like show him where to place it. Oh, that's it. right, because he puts it... So he puts the, the coin on top of a stack of his chips and, it and then the it. chips start to move, which is... I thought it was an interesting convention. So he holds his hand kind of above it, makes it look like he's yeah. moving it. But the, the lady at the roulette wheel notices this. And that comes into play later because she wants to get that. She suddenly realizes the gold coin's magic and she wants to get it. And the casino owners, you know, he's getting his pants taken off because it's losing a shit ton of money. The leprechaun starts wandering around the Vegas Strip doing, like, fucking Elvis impressions and spitting stupid fucking rhymes and limericks. He rhymes a lot in this This one. is a big rhyming one. Um, I think it's almost 100% of the time, if not all the time. Just rhyme, 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 rhyme. There's Bleh. clearly some lines where there, you could see... Oh, you couldn't come up with that one, so you just said that as a line. Yeah. Oh, my God. So so then the leprechaun sniffs out his coin, and he goes inside, and we meet the magician who is the hot chick from the beginning of the movie, her boss. And he's giving the leprechaun shit, so the leprechaun, in return, puts a pile of green poop in his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is cool, because, like, you know damn well, not only could that leprechaun have killed him physically by stabbing yeah. and shit, but the leprechaun is magic and is fucks people up magic style. He's like, I'm just going to shit this guy's hand. (laughs) 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 Keeping it classy, Lep. Yeah, which tells you that he has, like, you know, he's got a benevolent streak to him. He just wants to be a little mischievous. So then the lady who saw the coin goes to the magician, and they're apparently friends, even though they rip on each other. And she's like, go get me that coin. And he's like, okay. And the kid who has won all this money is now given a free room, like a penthouse. Right, because they want him to keep gambling and shit. In the casino, yeah. So he goes upstairs and he takes his shirt off because that's what you do. Shows his little skinny-ass bird chest. Yeah, the magician sneaks into his room and steals the coin. And the kid catches him. And the dude, like, after stealing the coin, throws a smoke bomb and leaves. And I'm like, the kid just needs to call up security and go, um, 
a dude in a silk shirt just threw a smoke bomb and took my coin. I'm pretty sure he works here. I saw his face on a poster in the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> Do you have any evidence that he did it? Yeah, my room is fucking filled with smoke. smoke. Yeah, and if you search this dude's pockets, he will have my coin. Yeah, he's probably got gold on. So now that guy has the gold, right? And he's getting it ostensibly for this this woman, right, who... This is the dealer, the woman who is dealing for Scott. Doing the roulette wheel, yeah. So he gives her the coin, and then her boss, who's an asshole, shows up, and he takes it from her, and he's like, I wish that hot chick, what's her name, Tammy, liked me. And the roulette lady's like, that'll never happen. And like clockwork, Tammy shows up and is like, oh, magic, because of the coin, I like you. And he goes, oh, yeah, let's go upstairs to my place, baby. I'm going to start pumping now. And you're like, what does that mean? Is that an actual line or are you editorializing? Yeah, that's what he says. I'm going to start pumping now. And Kate was like, did he just admit to needing a penis pump? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now I remember it. You're right. Yes, he does. So they go up to his room and it's really creepy because you're like, oh, dude, don't. Oh, please don't have this happen. Please, I want the scene to end so fast. It's so uncomfortable. At least this girl is older. I don't want to say older girl, but she's not as young as the one from last time. Yes. I mean, it's still creepy, though. But while this is happening, does the magician steal the coin or the woman steal the coin first? The roulette lady. One of those two people make a wish, and Tammy snaps out of it and is like, why am I in this room, you freakazoid? What did you put in my drink? It's the woman. The woman takes it from Okay, so the woman guy. takes the coin. The dealer. Tammy snaps out of her hypnotized state, kicks the casino boss in the balls, takes off, and the casino boss is sitting there icing his nuts when the TV starts talking to him. And this is the best kill of this movie, in my you opinion. You like this one? Yeah. So on the TV, he's like watching porn, and the lady's like, ooh. And the, look, the woman looks like Tammy. She looks very similar to Tammy. And she's like, ooh, Morty, or whatever his name is. She's, she's talking to him. She keeps saying his name. And he's like, oh, man, this chick likes me. And she's like, you want me to come out there? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she literally rings it out of that TV, like crawls out of the TV just like the ring and starts like, making out with this dude. And he's like, yeah, this and is she's awesome. Like definitely too hot for him. She yeah. looks very similar and to our girl. And he does not give a fuck. He is into it. He's like, TV girl wants me? Hell yes. Ask no questions. <laughs> right? While this is all happening, like, people are doing stupid shit with the coin. The kid, the kid gets accosted by the leprechaun, gets bit. And what happens when he gets bit by the leprechaun? Well, when he gets bit by the leprechaun, okay, there's a wound on his arm. Yep. Then he hurts the leprechaun, and leprechaun blood goes into the wound. Yep. Immediately starts turning the kid into a leprechaun. <laughs> and when I say leprechaun, what I really mean is into a giant rat. <laughs> yeah. Because he looks like a werewolf rat boy. Well, you know how Teen Wolf like made you sexy and cool? This one is like the awkward puberty Teen Wolf. It's Although, like, to oh. be fair, if you or I had the same thing happen to us, we might turn into a sexy leprechaun. <laughs> but because this podunk kid looks so <laughs> fucked up from the get-go. <laughs> oh, my God. And he starts talking in stupid rhymes and eating potatoes. And this poor kid... <laughs> He probably was, ne- I mean, he's certainly never in a good movie again, but I don't think he was ever in a movie. He's just, like, terrible, but no. he's trying. No, no, he went on. He was in Power Rangers. He was in Real Steel. He was in Flight. He was in Norbert. He's in Chicago Fire. Uh, well, I apologize, creepy dude who I didn't think did good, but you were in a bunch of movies. Guess guess what, dude? What? He got handsome. Nope. Yep. 
No, the dude, the only way he could get handsome is if a handsome guy bit him and then <laughs> put his blood in there. <laughs> well, that's not bad. You're right. Yeah, no, I guess. <laughs> handsome guy must have bit him and then got blood in there. That's the only way that could have happened. He kept the coin that he stole. <laughs> Made a fucking wish. <laughs> And the reason this is important, and we glo- you and I glossed over this, is because at one of the many, many times that we cut back to the pawn shop and see this computer telling us <coughs> facts about the fucking leprechaun, yeah. it is exposed that leprechauns are very territorial creatures, and two leprechauns in the same area will fight. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Don't believe you see everything on the internet or CD-ROMs, but... One of the weird things is, like, this leprechaun has magic. We've seen him teleport teleport multiple places mm-hmm. and like there's moments where he's trapped outside of things you're like you can just teetily tee yourself right. <laughs> anywhere you want like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um, i also notice in this there's some funny bits where there's slot machines everywhere yes like in funny places even the woman the, the, whatever her name roulette woman has the coin and she's like i want to be hot again because through most of this movie people are bagging on her for being old and fat she's neither of these things no she's not she's not unattractive and she's, yeah, definitely not fat, not old, mm-hmm. but, like, so she wants to be young and beautiful again, and, like, the coin makes her super hot. And then the leprechaun shows up, and he's like, but now he does some rhymes about butts and tits, and you're just like, god damn it, leprechaun, you are killing me here. And her face starts to, like, go over plastic surgery, like, her lips start blowing up, giant, her boobs start getting face, huge, huge, yeah. huge, her butt starts getting huge, 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 and, like, she's trying to run away, and she can't get through the door, and she tries to run through the door, and she explodes. I'm torn, kind of, because I think this is a good kill, it's a good idea, and it looks yeah. okay, but there's certain shots and certain things that just look terrible in this yeah. sequence, but that being said, I think it's a really cool idea, and it's it's fun the whole time, because you know where it's going, but she keeps expanding and expanding and expanding, and, and you're like, I know what's going to happen, but I feel like it kind of teases it out to just about the perfect length. So she pops, explodes, guts everywhere, it's pretty cool, and then it goes back to the creepy, like, sleazebag casino guy, and he's banging this TV stripper that he found. To be fair, she's on top of him, like, sexing him up. I don't know if they're banging, okay, but, fine. yeah. He comes back, and she's grinding on him, whatever, and then... Leprechaun keeps teasing him through the TV. He's like, did the TV just say my name? It's like, dude, a stripper just came out of your TV. That's right. He's asking the stripper who came out of the TV, did that guy just say my name? And she's like, yes. Yes, of course he did. Do you find that odd? Yeah. (laughs) What about this situation is blowing your mind? Yeah, the the woman who came out of his TV was like, yeah, that freaked me out too. (laughs) Then the leprechaun comes out of the TV, he says something, and then the guy realizes he's like banging a robot TV sex bot. Uh, what would you describe it as? It's almost like if you think of like the Freddy TV robot from yes. Nightmare on Elm Street, was that three? Yeah, Freddy the TV robot and the motorcycle robot. Together, right. Because yeah. it's what basically what it shows is kind of like pulls back and he can no longer see the illusion that he was seeing. It's got like a, a, a animatronic human face. Yep. But the backside is all exposed robots wires and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, wires and shit. And it's just like whoop, whoop, beep, whoop, but him. She has boobs, a butt, and a face. Right. <laughs> but everything else is wires and stuff, and the wires are all like <laughs> running out of her and connecting like to the, to TV. the TV. Yeah. Um and then she electrocutes fucks him to death, right? Yeah. Pretty much. 
Shotgun. <laughs> it, it's 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 fun. It's it's a decent kill. I mean, it definitely is one of those ones where you're like, wow, this movie went pretty far. They built that. I mean, it's a practical little robot. Yeah, I mean, good. I don't know how much of it was actually functional, functional, and it was not. It did not. When she turns into a robot, it does not look anything like the other girl, on purpose, I think. But I thought it was cool. It was a fun, fun idea. Somehow they get to a hospital. Oh, because the kid is like the kid is sick because he's because we're starting to lo- know that he. We know he's going to turn into a leprechaun. He's turning like, oh into a rat leprechaun. Yeah, a rat leprechaun. So they take him to the hospital. Inside the hospital, in every room, there's a, a slot machine. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. The leprechaun shows up. He goes down to the morgue. Now, this is a movie thing, <laughs> and I wish I could be this guy. I wish this job existed in real life. Don't you always want to be the guy who has to eat a sandwich in the morgue? Sure. Yeah. He has no other job except when people wheel him in. They're like, hey, Bob. You just say people's names, say hi to them, and then mm-hmm. eat a sandwich or read yeah. a magazine. And keep protagonists out. Yep. half half acidly keep protagonists yeah. out. Or you're reading a magazine that actually has a porno magazine hidden inside of it. Correct, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good job. I, mean, I don't know what you get paid for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy, that, those guys are awesome. I love That's like one of my favorite character tropes in movies, like the guy who's supposed to guard the morgue. <laughs> and there's two kinds. There's one who's absolutely no nonsense and no shit, and like you really can't bribe. Yeah. And then there's the porno reading, like, "Hey, I'm not supposed to let you in there, but like, let me ask you some stupid or make some stupid in a co- inappropriate joke about what we're talking about here." <laughs> You're not gonna bang the corpses, are you? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You may proceed. <laughs> the leprechaun and the kid turning into a leprechaun fight it out at the morgue. I mean, I I'm losing track of what happens what, but then the magician gets the coin. He wishes that he was a real magician, and he shows up and he starts doing some real magic, and people are like losing their shit. They're loving it, and then the leprechaun shows up and like dares him to a magic off, and he ends up like putting the magician in the box, and cuts him in half with a chainsaw. It's pretty rad. Yeah, I mean, it's very straightforward, and you know where it's going the whole time. But like, all right. But when he like does the separation of the two boxes, and there's like guts spill oh, out. Oh, guts spill out. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Can you imagine being the people there, like the, the tourist guests at the hotel? They're like, we saw the worst magic show. This guy got cut in half. They didn't put him back together. It was terrible. You and I go to see a magic show, which I was actually talking about yesterday because we've been to the Magic Castle, you and I, a couple times. Together. Amazing. Now, imagine all the cool tricks we've seen there. Mm-hmm. If we saw that fucking show, <laughs> and I, let's just say a regular magician, let alone a fucking leprechaun. Yeah. Pulled out a chainsaw, cut a guy in half, pulled it in two pieces, and all the blood and shit fell. Whether it was a real, real magic where, like, that was part of the illusion or the trick, or it was an accident that happened and we saw some guy get cut in half, how fucking cool would that be? (laughs) (laughs) How fucking awesome. So then they fight the leprechaun in the magic show. The gold shows up. And, like, Leprechaun Kid is like, oh, my God, I want that gold. And Leprechaun's like, ha-ha, join me. Let's let's be Leprechauns together. That's its return to the Jedi moment where they're, yep. like, <laughs> trying to convince each other to be evil. Like, and the kid, how, how do they beat the Leprechaun? The kid lights the gold on fire. Yeah. Which, in turn, makes the Leprechaun light on fire. Yeah, you that's know, pretty cool. That's been, it's a great idea. Too bad we haven't discussed it in the previous two films. Like, what the fuck? Sometimes the gold affects you. Sometimes the fo- gold affects him. Yeah, it's so weird. So, I mean, the leprechaun catches on fire. It's cool because he, like, floats up into the air. And he's on fire. And then he falls down and, like, burns to a crisp. And then the kid walks out with the chick with the coin. And she's like, what are you going to wish for? He's like, I got everything I need. And he throws it away and spits a Bogart line. This looks like the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And she should have been, like, bogey lines nerd she definitely is like fucking <laughs> shit on that and it's not, not like you know what i mean there's no fucking way that she's like you know what actually i like this guy right 
He still doesn't have any of his fucking money, and he still is not at college. This kid's kind of fucked. No college education. He's not. Can't get by on his looks yet. His parents are gonna be so fucking pissed. Seriously though. Ugh. So yeah, that was Leprechaun Three. Best kills: electric sex robot and the girl blowing up the from yeah. you know being hot. Yeah. Mm. Well, would you mind if I if I sum up what we learned here from a lyric? Yeah, let's do it. If you have to fight a leprechaun, be sure not to panic. Stay calm. Don't load an Uzi. Instead, load a PC with an old folktale CD-ROM. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a good one. Right? I worked hard on that one, too. It's one of those movies, we've watched this before. I've seen this movie before, and the only thing I could remember was like, doesn't like there a robot that shows up? And everybody's like, in a leprechaun movie? No. And then it started happening. I was like, there is a robot there in this is. movie. And it there does have boobs. a robot in this movie. Yeah. Well, Great. I didn't even remember the boobs in the movie. I just remember that there was a robot in Vegas. The only reason I remember there was boobs, because I think I showed you this movie the first time we lived together. Yeah. And when it came on, you slowly <laughs> moved your face towards the screen, <laughs> face first, smushing your face on there. <laughs> You're like, really? Who's going to wipe that face print off the TV? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so that's leprechaun 3 <sighs> that's totally leprechaun 3 Rumi, while we were listening to that I, I did a little research even in here in 1999 and in leprechaun 3 he keeps asking for a shilling i want me shilling i want me shilling a shilling i found out is basically five cents it's not specifically the word shilling means five cents well it means like a fifth of a pound you know a, a pound is british money so a shilling isn't even like a necessarily a gold coin. He's I think they're just misusing that term throughout that entire movie. The whole series is awesome because I've never seen a franchise just look back on its own self and be like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, I'm not even going to follow the constraints of British money, let alone my <laughs> own rules. <laughs> uh, can you repeat that again, sir? But in a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me tell you something, Rumi. It's, it's kind of hard to get these transmissions out. It's going to be hard to send it through the time-space continuum. So I think we need to end this transmission here. To our fans, you should receive the second half of our message in exactly seven days. We will find out why we activated the quantum drive and why we're trapped in the past. What does Leprechaun 5 have to do with all of this? We can receive communications through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod or send us a message through our website, www.launchpadpod.com. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day responsibly. We're all a little bit Irish on this day. We hope you receive this message in time. Maybe you could help us get back to our own time. You could help us find clues by watching the Leprechaun movies. I know that's asking a lot. <laughs> You've been with us over the years, through laughter and through tears. These movies suck, but hey, we're stuck. <laughs> so please, help the Rocketeers. <laughs> nice. Until then, Rocketeers out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Lift off. We have a lift off.